Good afternoon, Breadcom. Uh, for those of you who don't know me, my name is Pastor Aldrin, and I'm the lead pastor of Breadcom Church in East Manila. And uh, I'm always honored to be here to share to you God's word for today. And um, before we jump into our text, I just want to tell us that for this month, we will have a brand new series, and we will be talking about worship. So throughout the month of uh, November, we will be looking at selected passages in the book of Psalms. And for today, we will look at Psalm chapter 95. Nandito po ako because of uh, the request of Pastor Abet because as you all know, today, meron pong young adults camp sa Boracay. Uh, uh, but I'm sure na-enjoy nyo rin yung vacation nyo kahit nandito po tayo. I remember the first time I went to Boracay, you know, first time, uh, was the wedding of Pastor Zuriel and Hannah. Uh, that was my first time. And... Uh, Ang ganda ng Boracay, I really appreciate it. Um, I think it's one of the longest, one of the longest shoreline I've ever seen. And uh, the sand is white, no, very fine. The water is clear. And I'm sure uh, it's even better today because of the beach cleanup. No, it's it's uh, more beautiful. But anyways, you know, worshiping God is just like appreciating nature. You know, when you go to places like Boracay, Palawan, when you're on your favorite vacation spot, no one is inviting you to enjoy it. Right? You just enjoy it because of the beauty. In the same way, when we worship the Lord, if we really know Him, if we appreciate our God for who He is and what He has done, worship becomes more natural. And for today, we will be reminded and invited why it's important to worship. just want to remind you, in the Westminster Shorter Catechism, the first question, it says there, what is the chief end of man? Ano yung purpose ng man? What's the chief end of man? And the answer is this. Man's chief end is to glorify God and enjoy Him forever. Our purpose Man's chief end is to give glory to the name of God and to enjoy Him. That's talking about worship. My friends, worship is the most important activity in the Christian life. And if worship is that important, it means that the Lord's Day, our Sunday service, worship service, is very important. And I hope and I pray that as we look at the text, we will be reminded of this and we will really consider how important worshiping the Lord is. Turn with me in Psalm 95. We will look at the whole passage. If you have your cell phone or your, your Bibles with you, turn with me. Psalm chapter 95. And you can follow along as I read it. Psalm 95 says, O come, let us sing to the Lord... Let us make a joyful noise to the rock of our salvation. Let us come into his presence with thanksgiving. Let us make a joyful noise to him with songs of praise. For the Lord is a great God and a great King above all gods. 
In His hand are the depths of the earth. The heights of the mountains are His also. The sea is His, for He made it, and His hands formed the dry land. O come, let us worship and bow down. Let us kneel before the Lord our Maker, for He is our God, and we are the people of His pasture and the sheep of His hand. Today, if you hear His voice, do not harden your hearts as at Meribah, as on the day at Massa in the wilderness, when your fathers put me to the test and put me to the proof, though they had seen my work. For forty years I loathed that generation and said, They are a people who go astray in their heart, and they have not known my ways. Therefore, I swore in my wrath, they shall not enter my rest. This is God's word. You know, the book of Psalms are actually prayer songs. And just like any other songs, it was carefully written. The writer expressed what's in his heart. And so if you will look at songs, it's very poetic. There's verses, there's stanzas, bridge. The same way in Psalms. When you look at Psalm 95 in your Bibles, you will see a structure. Okay? In the next slide, we will see that there's this structure in Psalm 95. Like for example, in verses 1 to 2, you can look at your Bibles. Ang sabi dyan, come. There's an invitation. There's a call to worship with joy. And then right after that, in verses 3 to 5, may explanation why we are invited to worship with joy. And then another invitation. This time, an invitation to worship with reverence. And then an explanation. And then there's an invitation, a call to obey. And then the reason why we should obey. And so we will get our main points in this sermon from this structure. So the first invitation, that's the title of our sermon, an invitation to worship the Lord. The first invitation is this. We are invited to worship God with joy. The psalmist says, come, let us sing. And then you notice these words have has been repeated two times. Joyful noise, joyful noise. Let us offer a joyful noise to the rock of salvation. A joyful noise to him with songs of praise. Sa Filipino context po, I can't help but to think about it sa, in terms sa fiesta. And there's dancing, there's music. It's a celebration. Uh, so you get the idea. That joyful celebration. That's that's what the psalmist in, in, is invited us to do. And um, if you will notice, it's far from yung overly serious, <laughs> overly sometimes serious and bordering to gloomy na vibe uh, that are at times present sa worship services. Here we will see that the psalmist is inviting us to celebrate with joy. But when I say that you are invited to celebrate with joy, I'm not talking about making this into a concert. <laughs> Ayan, uh, you know, sometimes uh, may akit pa sa stage, and then may magma-mash pit. Kung alam niyo yung mash pit, just like in the rock concert, 
no yung yung pupunta yung uh, tao sa stage and then tatalon siya and allow the people to catch him no yung mashpit okay yung slaman no, baka next sunday pagpunta ni pastor abet magulat siya may nagmamashpit or although it will be very different if the context is youth service no but even that um, i would be careful not to focus on the form too much no yung yung forma because i think the the main point here is to understand the intent no the the meaning more than the form so pwede naman kasing mag-worship ako with joy or ipakita ko you know i'm worshiping i'm excited but deep inside you know i'm just going through the motion or to put it in another way this is far from worship gatherings alam mo yon na parang you know people just go through the motion you don't see that in the book of i remember um in breadcom east manila there were times that i asked people to raise their hands <laughs> ask them to raise their hands uh, or sometimes i will uh, request them to extend their hands when we're praying for a specific person without explaining why but actually you don't see that in the rest of the psalms every time you are invited there's always a reason there's always an explanation and that's a good question why is the psalmist inviting us to worship with joy kasi hindi naman madaling mag-worship parati nang parang nagagalak ka especially if you're going through some tough times right but the psalmist is not inviting you to just go through the motion to just attend the worship service you know a lot, a lot two times uh, two hours in your time to go to the worship service you don't see that there's always an explanation why you are being invited and this is why look at again at this passage oh come it says let us sing to the lord let us make a joyful noise to the rock of our salvation our god is a savior and notice this the word come alam niyo while meditating on the scripture this is my re- initial reaction i am being invited to be in the presence of the lord the passage is inviting me come come to the lord come to his presence worship him dear friends remember this every time you see the word come in the psalms or even in other passages come all of you who are weary and heavy laden come uh, buy wine and milk without money and without price come let us sing come to the presence of the lord every time you see that invitation and today the passage is inviting us come remember that grace is being extended to you my friends every time the word is inviting you to come to the lord grace is being extended to you because we worship a holy god and we cannot approach his presence by our own strength remember that every time we see the word come you are invited it costs 
the blood of Jesus shed for you to forgive your sins, to cleanse you and make you holy, to make you acceptable to God. And that's precisely the reason why we can approach God. And that's a great reason why we should celebrate with joy. Isn't it? That a Savior, the Son of God has come, out of His great love for you, He gave Himself so you can be His, so that you can have a brand new start, so, can, so that you can be forgiven, so that you can experience God. And that's, what happening, that's what's happening here. Come. The psalm is inviting us. Come. Let us worship God. Let us sing to the Lord. He is the rock of our salvation. And friends, that's the greatest reason why we should worship Him with joy. How joyful it is to be forgiven, to be shown mercy by a holy God. And then the psalmist moved on in verses 3 to 5, giving another you know, set of reasons why we should worship with joy. In verses 3 to 5, he says, For the Lord is a great God. He is a great King above all gods. And then in verses 4 to 5, he says that God is Creator. You know, our God is king, whether we acknowledge it or not, because he created everything. Whether your friends or your relatives or some other people, even if they reject who God is, his rule remains unchallenged. It will not be changed. He remains ruler, he remains creator, he is God by virtue of creation. And what the psalmist is saying is this holy, amazing, creator God is also the God who is the rock of your salvation and who is inviting you, come to me. And that's a great reason to worship him with joy. That's why every Sunday when we come here, let's remember that. We're not just going through the motion. We're here because of our Savior, because of God in order to fellowship with Him, to meet with our God. So that's one invitation. The next is, we are invited to worship God with reverence. Verse 6 says, O come, let us worship and bow down. So that's very graphic, no? Let's bow down in worship and let us kneel before the Lord, our Maker. Now, why do some people kneel down or bow down? Mas naririnig ba ng Diyos yung panalangin natin when we're bowing down or when we're raising our hands? Mas nagiging holy ba pag nakaluhod tayo? You know, kneeling down or bowing down is not really a religious gesture. In fact, in our cultures, dito sa Pilipinas, we're not really a bowing culture. Diba? We're, we don't really kneel down. We only bow or kneel down when you know, when you're proposing to a woman, di ba? Or when your parents is disciplining you. <laughs> <laughs> Napapalood ka sa asin o sa munggo, yung mga millennials, di nyo inabutan. Kung grabe, meron pang libro sa kamay. <laughs> you know? You know yung Jews, the Jewish people, they don't normally kneel down. Actually, when they prayed, they usually just stand up and pray. But when you bow down, it's an act of homage. 
It's an act of submission, humility, deep respect towards the king. I think it's beautifully captured by the song We Fall Down by Chris Tomlin. So those who are fans of Chris Tomlin, it says, yung We Fall Down says, We fall down, we lay our crowns at the feet of Jesus, the greatness of mercy and love at the feet, at the feet of Jesus, and we cry, Holy, Holy, Holy. We cry, Holy, Holy, Holy. We cry, Holy, Holy, Holy is the Lamb. I think that's a beautiful uh, graphic picture of what worshiping God with reverence is. No, we lay down our crowns as an act of humility. We bow down and we acknowledge He alone is God. He alone is King. So if you want to bow down, if you want to kneel down when you're praying or worshiping, that's fine, that's okay. But again, we're not focusing on the form Kasi we can do that uh, just because and some people are doing it as well or sometimes when we look at the Bible, ang sabi, oh, with joy, oh, bow down, so I will do that. But don't focus too much on the form. Remember the, the intent, the meaning behind it. Joyful celebration, hindi plastic, is because of who God is, what He has done. Remember the reason behind it. Or when we bow down, it's because we need to show reverence to our God. If you notice, um, going back again to verse 6, just want to highlight this. I forgot to mention this, but I think this is important. So verse 6, if you look at your Bibles, verses 3 to 5, God is being uh, the psalmist is testifying God is the creator. Right? He is the creator. And then when you look at verse 6, He's not just the creator, He becomes a personal God. He becomes my maker, your maker. He's the one who created you. He's the one who gave you talents. He's the one who gave you life and he's the one who's sustaining you, providing for your needs, giving you jobs, being with you, giving you guidance. And not just that, he is also our shepherd. Look at the next slide. We will see in verse 7, it says there, we are the people of his pasture and the sheep of his hand. Friends, God did not just give you life. Nung lumalaki tayo, siya yung nag-guide sa atin. He made sure that those whom he chose will really come to the Lord. God is our shepherd and because of that, we will never go astray. And, in, and if you go astray, He will look for you. He is our shepherd. Remember what Jesus said in John chapter 10, showing how committed the Lord is as a shepherd to His people. Jesus said, I am the good shepherd who laid down His life for the sheep. Because of God, because of our Lord Jesus, we will never go astray. 
and all the more reason why we should show reverence and respect to our God. He's so glorious. He's so amazing. Come to think of it, He's, the, he's our maker. And not just that, we are in this church, part of this church. We are part of God's people. We are part of His flock because He chose you and He became a shepherd to you. And no one will be able to snatch you from His hand. You will never go astray as we follow the shepherd. And that's a great reason why we should worship the Lord with reverence. Right? So those are the two invitations so far. We are called to worship the Lord with joy. Right? And we are called to worship the Lord with reverence. Now lastly, we are called to worship God with obedience. Look at the first sentence. Today. Today, if you hear His voice, do not harden your hearts as at Meribah, as on the day at Massa in the wilderness, when your fathers put me to the test and put me to the proof, though they had seen my work. For 40 years, I loathed that generation and said, they are a people who go astray in their heart. They've not known my ways, therefore I swore in my wrath, they shall not enter my rest. Friends, worship service is a time where we can worship and sing with joy, no? a time where we can celebrate and remember who God is. But it's also a time where you can hear the voice of God. I'll say that again. Here, in the worship service, this is an opportunity not just to praise and dance and sing to the Lord, but this is also an opportunity for us to hear the voice of God. How? Through the scriptures and through the sermon. And the psalmist is saying, today, if you hear his voice, do not harden your hearts. You know, by way of warning and reminder, I want to give some examples of how even me, even long-time Christians, sometimes we harden our hearts. Um, for example, pwede kasing papasok ka sa church, right? And then you will look intently to the preacher, listen to the sermon, tas may kasabahan, kasabihan tayo, papasok sa isang tenga, lalabas sa kabila. <laughs> right? We're just going through the motion. Another example. Um, and I think this is especially true uh, for those who are attending church for many years. Um, when you hear a sermon or you, you read a scripture and in your heart, sinabi mo, ah, alam ko na yan. Right? Narinig ko na yan before. You know, friends, when we do that, what we're doing is we're closing the door for an opportunity to learn from God's word, to hear his voice. And maybe come to think of it, probably the reason 
why God is repeating himself to you is because he wants you to obey. Diba? What's the point of learning another lesson if you're not yet able to do this, this lesson that you, you're claiming narinig ko na yan. That's another example on how we sometimes, without maybe being too conscious about it, how we harden our hearts. Another example, you hear a sermon, wow, ang ganda, wow, grabe yung impact. And then you respond like this, ah, oo, totoo yan doon sa kaopisina ko. Totoo yan doon sa, sa asawa ko, sa kapitbahay ko, totoo yan. Ganyan nga siya. Friends, when we do that, okay, we're not applying the word to ourselves. What we're doing is we're applying it to other people. We're not learning. And again, today, the question is, have you heard the voice of God? Every Sunday, are you still hearing the voice of God? Whenever the scripture is read, whenever a sermon is delivered, do you hear the voice of God? My dear friends, worship service is not a routine that we do every Sunday. When we sing, when we raise our hands, we can do all those expressions, but you don't see such you know, mindless activity or routine in the psalm. Every time he is inviting us, there's always an explanation why. He wants us to understand that our hearts must be gripped by the gospel, that there's a God who has rescued us. And again, if worship is the most important activity in the Christian life, then the Lord's Day worship service is so important for the community. And I'd like to take this opportunity in closing to invite every one of us. We are being invited to worship Him. We are being invited to be a worshiper. Have you heard the voice of God? Yung message ni Jesus in the Gospels, it's always like this. The kingdom, of ha- the kingdom of God is at hand. Behold, the kingdom of God is at hand. Repent and believe the Gospel. And Jesus is calling us to turn to Him out of love because He doesn't want us to suffer the consequences of sin. He's always calling people towards Him by grace. Remember this, my friends. Come, let us worship the Lord. It costs the blood of Jesus for you to be able to come to our God and worship Him. It costs the blood of Jesus for us to be able to stand here in this place and worship Him and hear His voice and pray to Him. Ano mang kabigatan yung nararamdaman natin? It costs the blood of Jesus. And you are being invited. Come. So I want to end like this. Have you heard the voice of God today? Perhaps some of us are living in sin. 
perhaps some of us, including myself, this is also for me, no? Imagine, <laughs> sabi dalawa ni Pastor Abbott, every Sunday, we're preparing the program of the church. Siguro sobrang ang tingin na namin dito, routine. But this is a strong reminder that this is not a routine. This is very important. It's not just something that we do just to get over with. If you see yourself in the position where, the, where God's voice is talking to you, and why don't you come to Him? Today, if you hear His voice, do not harden your hearts. Thanks be to God. Let us pray. Heavenly Father, I thank you so much for your amazing grace. Make us know your ways. Teach us your paths. Lead us in your truth. And teach us, for you are the God of our salvation. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.